Kia ora and welcome to Improved. My name is Nick Parfene and today I am going to start looking into how I uh, set up a flagpole in my backyard. And I'm speaking with... Uh, David Mogini. We're in, located in Patoni, uh, the company's flag makers. Um, we sit on the um, Patoni foreshore. So um, when I set out to, um, to build a, or to install a flagpole uh, and get some flags, um, what would be some things I should, uh, should be aware of? Right. Well, the first thing about a flagpole is that um, is to look at your location where you're living. You know, wh- where's your house and, and location to, say, um, the sea or is it up in the hills? How much wind exposure is it getting? So are you in a windy environment or was it sheltered? Uh, the next thing to look at is where do you want to put the pole? Um, the purpose of putting a flagpole up is to fly a flag that can be seen by everybody. So this leads to the decision on the size of the pole. Um, so the regular size that most people buy is a five-metre pole, um, and uh, the next size up from them is a, a seven-metre pole, which is actually a, a sort of a, a fatter pole, if you like. It's a, a wider pole. It's a lot stronger. <clears throat> and then if you are a long way away um, visibly from anywhere and you want to be seen from a long, long way away, then a 10-metre pole might be a a solution. So the first thing really is determining the size of the pole and those factors I just talked about before about where you're located, how windy, all those sorts of things, determines the size of the pole. The thing about a 5-metre pole is that it is an ideal pole for the regular size of flag, which is a 1.8 by 0.9 metre flag. Um, the flag kind of looks a decent size on that pole, and for probably 80% of the situations, a 5-metre pole is fine. Um, however, if you are in a windy, a really windy spot, um, and there's, there could be a lot of stress on the, on the flag and the pole from time to time, then we'd recommend... A, a, um, the 7 metre pole which is um, a, a lot lot stronger it's thicker aluminium and a wider diameter um, so that's that's probably the first major point really size of the pole second thing is making sure it's fixed properly so most people will will fix it to a, a, um, the deck of the house or to the um, side wall of a, of a deck um, or they'll mount into the ground um, so the um, the mounting into the ground is uh, usually to dig a hole, uh, pour some concrete in, and there's a, a mounting post that we've got in there, and then the flagpole slides over the post. It's actually quite straightforward. You've got uh, uh, some basic building skills. You don't need you know, you know, a builder to come in. If you're in doubt, then just call a builder. You know, if you don't have those manual skills, then a builder can easily do that job for you. If you're mounting it to, say, the side of your house or the side of your deck, of, uh, uh, then there's something called a parapet mount, um, and they are bolted into the house. And so it's really important that when you're securing the, the bolts into the side of the house or the deck that you are drilling into a, um, you know, a good piece of timber um, to make sure that it's, it's solid. Um, and again, we've got mounting instructions for all this, so you know, we can give people that. Um, Thirdly, the third mounting option is um, if it's just putting it onto concrete, and it's like a concrete driveway or something like that, or a concrete patio, and you just want to put it on there, then we have a base well, base plate mount, um, which is quite heavy-duty um, kind of thing. And again, that's relatively straightforward to put in. Um, you're drilling in and, and securing it to concrete. 
Uh, but just again, I sort of reinforce the fact: if you're in doubt, then you know, for a, an hour's labour for a builder type of thing, you know, then that's that's the way to make sure you're you're secure with it. Because when it does get windy and the flags up there, you know, the poles can move around quite a lot. You just need to make sure that everything's really solidly secure to the to your house or to your mount. So that's that's the second thing. The other thing is also quite important: is making sure that when you mount the pole. Um, that when the flag is flying, because the, the, uh, the, the normal size flag, as I say, is 1.8 metres, and it's close to 2 metres, so when that's flying, it's to make sure it's not going to hit anything, uh, not going to hit a power line, or it's not going to hit something else that's on the house, things like that. Um, or um, you know, if you've got two flagpoles, you know, keep them far enough apart. So just make sure that, you know, you, you, you have a look around and... and, and and that um, when the flag is flying, that it's not going to hit anything, because that will wear the flag out really quickly if it's sort of brushing up against some trees, for example, or another post or something like that. It sounds like there are opportunities for things to go uh, wrong. Have you come across any like interesting stories, or, uh, or can you remember one that might be uh, fun for our listeners? Yes, there's one interesting one in the hut here, actually, in Lower Hut, where there was a, a company which decided to buy a flagpole um, because the... the um, the neighbour was flying a flag from the top of his building somewhere or other, and so he decided he wanted to put a flagpole up, um, and um, so he put his flagpole up and bought a flag, and and he was quite happy that for a while. Then the neighbour um, put up a much bigger flag, and so he decided he'd buy a, a much bigger pole, and he then went and put a bigger flag up. And so it's gone around a few cycles, I think, this... And so we do find this uh, with sports fans as well. You know, they tend to with neighbours in the neighbourhood. Um, you know, you know, for example, the Tonga community is like in Auckland, and very proud um, in terms of flying flags everywhere. Um, and you can get this this sort of competitiveness amongst people. These neighbours who will fly, um, you know, bigger flags and bigger flags, and uh, well, more different flags to keep things going. Um, down the road here, we have a, a, a hairdresser, um, and she's quite well known, um, called Hair by the Sea, and every day they fly a different flag, um, and they've got a whole host of flags that people give to them most of the time. Um, and, uh, you know, and there's another crowd further down the road, they tend to fly some different flags as well, so <clears throat> um, it just provides a, a lot of entertainment, really. Thank you very much for this. Where should people go yeah. if they were keen on getting a flag for themselves? Right, I think the easiest way is because you know we sell flagpoles nationally um, and regularly. It's just to go to our website, which is you know www.flagmakers.co.nz, and you'll see the full range there, and and find our phone number there, and just call our staff to ask for the best advice. Wonderful. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on improve.co.nz as well as on Facebook and Twitter at improve by. Until next time, don't forget, you can get everything done.